The Dad Presents, Episode 30. Government is stupid. You stupid fuck! Look at you now! It all starts right now. Maybe it's time to rework that word or use a new one because now How about white power mm, already been taken. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Dad Presents episode number thirty, Dirty Thirty. We're back in the house. Jay Maddie is back from it, Italy. I'm hey, Italy. <laughs> What's yes. going on, man? Yeah, I'm back. How was it? Tell us something exciting. Oh, it was good, man. It, it, what a beautiful country. That's where my people are from. Oh, God. It was good. It was beautiful. I feel, you know, I feel more Italian now having been there, but I, I also feel like I need a vacation now. Are you an Italian nationalist? Is that what you're going to go? Well, I don't what, know what that means. Well, yeah, I, you know, we'll talk more about the word nationalist. Later. Yeah, I'm, I mean, <laughs> if, you're ta- if you're making some kind of Trump reference, I'm way out of the loop. <laughs> I was gone for two weeks, and now my my boss has been grinding me for the last two week, for the last couple of days. So I'm yeah. not caught up. Welcome back. Thank you, man. I'm glad to be back. Well, that's good. Um, let's see. You went to Italy. Dog is obviously not with us today. Is he a sapphire? No, he is preparing for trips. He's you know he's got his freedom. You know he's he's off. His oh, he paper. did. Yeah, he's All right, April, dog. April 10th. Oh he's wow, man. free and clear. So we might not see him again. You like may, ever? Maybe in prison. No, just kidding. <laughs> but no, he's don't stand, say that. Don't make that happen. You say that all the time. He's staying clear. He's happy. Everything's good. He's getting ready for a trip. I miss dog. I was hoping he'd be here. Well, you can always call him. He's always available by phone. He's right. not. He's not. He leaving. owes me a dinner. Yes, he does. That's he's not right. leaving till Friday. So, dog, if you really, when you listen to this, happy travels to you in the safe. He's going to the south, which is never a good idea because that's kind of where he got in trouble. But anyway, <laughs> we'll press on. Um, you want to just jump into our favorite part of the show? What's the that? Parenting questions, of course. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got to look a couple up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you let people go away on vacation for any amount of time, and they Sorry, just... Sorry, man. Maybe just pause the show for lose. five seconds. No, no. You know, I'm professional. I can, I can handle the banter. I can get through all this. I'm a pro. I'll tell you about... You know, what is... It? Oh, I got a parenting issue. Okay, so my, my daughter... Nine years old. In this is going to be a boring grade. story. No, it's it? not. Are you ready? You ready? Or I'll get no, to go it. ahead. Okay, so the school has a field trip. The scheduled, or they had it already, but they have a school field trip where they only take kids, no parents allowed, just teachers and kids, right? And it's at a creek, and it's all, you know, I guess the whole thing is to have them be independent, and I get all that, and I promote all that and everything else. However, it was quite a debate between my wife and I as to whether or not she go. And actually, not a debate. We ended up siding with the fact that she was not ready to be by herself for you know two. I think it's two or three nights with a bunch of kids. I mean, what a field trip! What are you talking about? It's a field trip. They take them overnight. Self edit these stories. Get them down to the, the core principles. Yes, I, you don't listen. I'm telling. I you. I don't listen. You don't. I'm distracted. Of course, you got a lot going on. But so my thing is, is I, we. Decided she wasn't ready. She had never been away from us for that long. And after talking to her about it, she agreed with it. She says, you know what? You're right. <laughs> I'm not ready. Oh, Which yeah? I think was the most mature thing oh, wow. I've ever seen a nine-year-old do. And she didn't trip about it. We had fun. She got to go to Hawaii with her mother. They just How got back that? yesterday. They had a ball. Yeah, I bet they did. I'm mad I didn't go. But they had an all-girls trip. 
They went with another yeah. mom and daughter. Yeah, with kids, you know, like kids don't give a shit where you go on vacation. Like this trip to Italy, yeah, it was expensive. It was awesome. Sure. But to fly 13 hours with a couple youngsters, <laughs> like they would have ju- they would have had more fun, honestly, like in Palm Springs, so they could just sit by the pool and swim and, and play. Yeah, That's really get, all they want to do. You could have taken but, them to but Cleveland. But they appreciate it when they get... Yeah, they don't care. They, they don't, don't care, care where we go. As, yeah. long, as long as, you know, I spend the, the balance of the vacation either playing with them or trying to entertain my wife. Mm-hmm. So it's like constantly trying to make one or the other happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's it, vacations are work. And sometimes you need yeah, a vacation. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. I need a vacation now from that. <laughs> to get I'm, I'm worn out, man. I spent the whole time keeping people happy. Um, anyway, all right. Jump so, in. Okay, so we got this one from Sally. Sally. Hey, Sally. What's up, Sally? Sally's in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And she said, what is a mistake that your parents made that you don't want to repeat? Oh, wow. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, the only thing that comes to mind, and it's something actually, it's it's always weird when you catch your parents in a mistake and they because they never admit it but my my father actually admits this he sent me to the wrong high school and not mm-hmm. like like it was not the best high school for me to go to and it was because Too many he, black kids no not it wasn't that at all we were again the minority it was mostly like latinos and filipino kids and then there was like blacks but the weird thing about the school, the whites were the minority in the school. So we used to beat the shit out of as many white kids. No, just kidding. We didn't. <laughs> yeah, did. I'm just kidding. We never beat any white kids up. But um, he went to the high school, and the administration, the, the school I enjoyed because it was all boys. I didn't enjoy it because it was all boys school. But what it did teach you yeah, was you did. It, no, a little bit. They did teach you discipline. You know, it was a Catholic school, all boys school, uh, discipline, small school, about 300 kids. And... He wanted me to go there because he went there, but the people in the administration had major issues. Like they were like they'd get jealous of the kids and do weird shit to the kids. Like not your, well, there's that Catholic weird shit that one of our priests got wrapped into also. But that's another story. Did you get your bunghole touched? And your um, the court won't allow me to talk about it anymore. Right. Yeah, I'm still a witness. But just kidding. Um, no, but the, the, the there was this sort of weird thing with the people in the administration that they, they would take like vengeance out on kids, and I got wrapped up into some of that. My dad later told me he's like, you know, you should not have gone. As a matter of fact, I wanted to take a test for another school. He would not wake me up on time. I missed the test because I overslept, and he did not wake me up on purpose. That's my story, I believe. Anyway, so, so that's what the mistake you would not he's, repeat. He he yeah I I'm going to be very investigative she's only in fourth grade and we're already looking at the school for sixth grade yeah well your daughter unlike you she's really smart yeah well you got that right yeah so yeah, you, yeah. you gotta you gotta pay attention to where you send her no i'm gonna yeah we're gonna be very very uh very dedicated to finding the right school for her so yeah. it's kind of I, I would say for myself I, i'm sure i brought this up before on the show but it, it's an easy answer for me First, let me let me give a disclaimer and say my parents were awesome. I don't I'm, I don't want this to sound like a complaint, but the one thing is they were definitely too strict, way too strict. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't allowed to date when I was sixteen and seventeen. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to go to parties, stuff like that. And and I understood their intention; they were trying to protect me. Um, but it just kind of created a monster that once I got out on my own, I was I'm lucky I didn't die in the next lost your damn before 25. Mind. I did. I really yeah. did lose my mind. It took me till about 26, 27 mm-hmm. to get myself back in line. Yeah. So I, I would say that's I've probably gone too far in the other direction, opposite of that, of giving my kids too much rope. Like I let them do pretty much anything. I just you, try you to really do. Yeah, but <laughs> so far it's not gone wrong. You know, like so it depends how you judge it. Like mm-hmm. my my kids swear, and some people. 
would say that's not right, that. but I don't. They don't swear around other parents or other kids or school. They they keep that at home. Mm-hmm. Um, they do what they want. They but they're respectful kids. They're good kids. They don't break any of my rules and. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have much to worry about with them. So, so no. far it's, it's served me well, but we'll see what happens when they become teenagers with the, the kind of parenting I've been doing. It's kind of an experiment. No, your kids are really good kids, especially given the fact that both of their parents are crazy, but they're, they're good, really good kids. And most importantly, they're funny as hell. I think the, the younger one, I think he might actually be a comedic genius. He might be. He, he says some things that just, <laughs> just blow me away. I, I, I can't recall off the top of my head. Some of the things he said in Italy just, Blew my mind. Anyway, yeah. number so two. It. Number two is uh, what are your two biggest values as a parent? So I didn't uh, comb through these questions in advance like <laughs> I usually do. So I'm just getting the 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 first two on the top of the the page. But that comes from Samantha. So what are your yeah, two biggest two values? biggest values? Um, I really think it's important that. She doesn't want for anything, meaning my daughter. My daughter, if there's something she needs, which is reasonable. Obviously, I'm not going to buy her a pony for her 10th birthday. So my daughter, if you're listening. But um, yeah, uh, I want her to have pretty much access to anything that she needs. You know, I don't want her to come up short. So I you don't want to spoil her. I do. That's to, one of your principles. That's it. Is, well, your daughter. To, within reason, within reason. You know, I, I want, and part of that, with with that comes exposure. You get you get to expose her to different things. Like, just like going to Hawaii, her mom turned to me at spur of the moment and was like, hey, what do you think about this idea? At spur of the moment, I said, yes, take her. It'd be great. Just take her. They're gone five days, had a ball. But I don't want her to really want for anything. And that's really my priority. I take that extremely seriously. Like, that's like, when I wake up in the morning, it's, my train of thought is, okay, how do we continue to get better and get her what she needs and that sort of thing. That's one. Number two, let me think about it and let I'll toss to you right now. All right. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm going to say, uh, number one is I answer all of their questions and I answer them honestly. Mm-hmm. When my kids ask a question, I don't try to put it in kid terms. I give them the truth and I, I break it down in a way they can understand, but I don't like, sh- I don't sugarcoat it. Sure. I don't make it PG if the answer is rated R. I give them the truth. I, I believe kids can handle the truth. And from what I've seen so far, they can. Mm-hmm. My kids, my kids are goofy and uh, playful and a little bit immature, but they're way more mature than most kids in some respects. And that they they can have mature conversations about adult subjects that most parents won't touch. So that's mm-hmm. number one. Number two is to not be a hypocrite. I will never say "do as I say, not as I do." Like if I tell them something, like what one principle we have is never quit, never give up. We talk about that all the time in my house, mm. and it was awesome when the Clippers came back the other night because oh, I could use Jesus that. Jesus <laughs> Christ! And that's why we got to hurry up this podcast because we got Game Three coming up. Oh Lord! But uh, I use that as a teachable moment because I'm always preaching never quit, never give up, mm-hmm. and I try to live that myself. So those two things. Those two things. I'm gonna still uh, always being honest. Is I'm gonna still one from you as my second. Um. Yeah, just like you said, I don't sugarcoat stuff. I break it down the way it is. And my wife and I were talking while she while they were away, and she was telling me how well behaved was during. Damn, I did it again. How well behaved my daughter You're was not during, on your game either man. during the trip. Do you have the yeah. same boss as me? I, apparently, I'm I'm rattled. You got me all screwed up, but I'll bleep it out or whatever. But anyway, um, no, it, uh, it one thing that I think led to her being so well rounded and well behaved, everything. When she was a baby, we never spoke to her like a you know baby talk. We didn't you know Google Gaga da 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 da. 
we talked to her like she was an adult pretty much from the time as long as I can remember. So I think that was a help. You know, I know there's a tendency for parents to sort of want to baby their kids and stuff like that. But I think that has been beneficial to us anyway. So okay, that's good. That's good. So we got through the two. We're going at a record pace, so Maddie could watch his damn Clipper game. Yeah. Or something. We're going to go up 2 1. <laughs> By the time this podcast comes out, we'll be up 2 1. This is, yeah, you're just prolonging the inevitable. They're going to lose. But anyway, what I, I don't have a, a dog in the fight. My, my team had a general manager, or sorry, a vice president of, president of basketball operations leave like he was quitting at Denny's or something. So, you know, I can't really talk about it. But anyway, let's get on to the real news of the day. Uh, biggest story is the Mueller report is finally released and it came out to a big came out today right yeah came out to a big old yawn yeah. <laughs> I mean that's all they've been talking about forever I mean was, I don't know what's there, in it because I haven't there, had time to look but there was what's up? nothing there's just no evidence of collusion no evidence of obstruction the only thing I saw on Twitter is that yeah. everybody's saying there's enough in there to impeach that's not true did I? You know what? Let I me, just looked on Twitter. Let me go on Twitter real quick because I may be having an issue. Let me. I. I from what I, I read, the CNN story, and they were like, "Don't, don't go on Twitter right now." So CNN yeah. is even saying there's nothing there. Yeah, that's oh, what wow. I said earlier. Well, if CNN's saying nothing's there. Then nothing's there. It's got to be. You got to yeah. believe CNN. They're well, always. You got to believe them if they're saying anything <laughs> that's in Trump's corner. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. are they going to go on an apology tour now? Well, what's the apology? The apology is that they'd been drumming up this nonsense for two years. You know, there's a lot of things they could have been talking about in the last two years that that aren't going right in this country or even that aren't going right with Trump. But literally, the only story they've told for two years is Trump collusion. True. but So I would maybe apologize and say, hey, you know, we got that one wrong. Sorry, America. Sorry for wasting your time. They're a news organization. They have to cover what is news. They didn't say that he did it. First of all, are they a news organization? By you know, every stretch of what you would consider a news organization. Well, I would consider a news organization to employ investigative journalists, and mm-hmm. they stopped doing that 10 years ago. So I don't know. Yeah. They, they call themselves a news network, but they don't employ any actual journalists. Yeah. They just have a bunch of talking heads up there well, who spit out Democratic talking points. That's not... Just like Fox News on yeah, the other side. That's not the news. That's They're a victim of a 24-hour news cycle. So the thing is, if you're going to be on news 24 hours, you got... And you can't keep running the same voiceover for 24 hours you have to have people come on give their insights or whatever sometimes the insights are not valuable sometimes they're extremely slanted or whatever but cnn never reported that he should be impeached or did anything wrong they said oh, come on they never did for two years they've been saying you've, you've they, heard the mixtapes where, where they say he's guilty he's gonna be those impeached. are the, pe- those are the talking the talking heads on the show may have said that well, but what are you referring to i'm talking about the 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 Actual journalists, the people who are who the journalists on like, CNN, like uh, the uh, what is it, uh, Jake, T- J- what is it, Tapper, and um, they do not other? employ any investigative journalist. They well, don't no. employ Drew anybody. Griffin. Drew Griffin's an investigative reporter, and they they, uh, they they employ. He's there. He goes out and does investigative, investigative journalism. Pieces. Sure, they laid off all their investigative journalists ten years ago. Drew Griffin, so he must still be there. New. No. He's he's a, he's got to be in his fifties. He's been there probably fifteen years. And he's, he's an investigative journalist. Yes, he is. We can Google him right, right now. Man. Not yes, worth sir. it. I'm telling you. But so 
the point out of all this, with no, but Mueller, the point before yeah, you say okay. that, okay, mm-hmm. you say that they're on, they got to fill time, blah 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 blah. Sure, they're twenty four hour news service. Yes, so yeah, maybe tell some other stories. All they talked about for two years was collusion. You got twenty four hours. Cover the war. Yeah, cover what's going on in Africa. Cover. Uh, there's Venezuela. There's any number of stories that they could cover that they just completely ignored for the last well, few years. Well, this is the thing. You have a news portion of the organization, and you have a business portion of the organization. The business people run tests and do research and everything else to find out what sells and buys ads. Okay? So when they say, oh, we have this story that there's an investigation involving Trump, and they test it with a focus group and other people, and they say, oh, this polled really high. Let's let's roll with that. That's the business part of the in, thing. Now, the news organization has never said, he definitely did it, he's definitely going to jail, whatever. You may have had talking heads that were, like, leaning one way, and usually those were talking heads of a Democratic Party or whatever. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. But the people asking the question—I mean, you had Rachel Maddow. She now I know she's NSNBC, well, but she's she's been saying that nonstop. Well, the thing, this is the thing: they lean extremely left, so you have to take your news with a grain of salt. When she says something, and I don't know if I can't remember her saying, and forgive, correct me if I'm wrong. If she said. Definitely he did it. Definitely 100% he's going to be impeached. Definitely what I Yeah, dude. And the day after uh, the, the, the summary of the Mueller report came out, mm-hmm. she pivoted immediately, immediately, like mm-hmm. not even a conciliatory period. She pivoted mm-hmm. to some um, secret story about some ne- secret nation that now is uh, controlling Trump outside of Russia. Yeah, well, so, I mean, it's just one conspiracy theory after another. Well, like I said, MSNBC, when I watch it, I know I'm getting a left-leaning view. It shouldn't be like that. It, it shouldn't be like well, that on Fox. It shouldn't be like that on CNN. It shouldn't be like that on MSNBC. And it didn't used to be like that. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's that's the thing. You don't know whether it's news or if it's, you know, fake news. Well, you and, know, the, and if, the, if they're going to do opinion stuff... Mm-hmm. That should be, there should be some kind of disclaimer or something. You know what I mean? Like, this is a news program. Mm -hmm. This is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Like, make that delineation and mm -hmm. make it, put a banner up. I don't know. But anyway, let's Mm -hmm. move on. Sure. But yeah, and that's, when you say move on, that's what I think everybody has to do from from the end of this mother they're not thing. though they need to they're not it's it's time to move on they're talking about impeaching yeah well i i like i said i nancy pelosi that's what she's talking about they want to let something Mueller testify yeah i think it's time to go ahead and let that one go i think it'd be a good strategy to let it go and move on to other things and sure you know, if, if your goal is to get him out of the White House, mm-hmm. you need to s- win over the American people. And I think this whole process has, has been favorable for Trump. Sure. And nothing that any the, anything the Democrats are going to say about this report is going to get a Democrat in the White House. And that's really where their focus should be. And the Republican focus should be keeping the White House or doing whatever they want to do. That's I don't want to hear anything about Russians or anything else, because essentially, if I believe what I read today, this thing is done. Basically, the tr- right, so let's Trump, be done. Yeah, Trump. Let's move on. Basically, tweeted said he's having a good day. It's done. Terrific. Done. Um, staying with politics, Alex- uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, AOC. Oh yeah. So yeah, I listened in Italy to to 
most of the show you guys did. You had three black people in here. Yes, finally. And, and, Thank you. Well, you had two major oh. black issues that you didn't even cover. This AOC this, thing and this the Candace is Owen thing. not a black issue at all. It's when, not? No, I don't think so at all. Like, all right, play it. We'll okay. talk about yeah, it. Yeah, she has this... Well, we didn't tell the people what it is, basically. She is accused of using sort of, I guess, black slang, if there's such a thing, or a country draw during a meeting with Al Sharpton's group. It's pretty funny. In New York. Here it is. We're going to play it. I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with working retail, folding clothes for other people to buy. There is nothing wrong with preparing the food that your neighbors will eat. There is nothing wrong with driving the buses that take your family to work. There is nothing Preach. wrong with being a working person in the United States of America. Okay, so that's the bite. And I like, don't... Okay, go are ahead. You, are you going to defend her? Because if I if if we're sitting here doing this podcast sure. and I start talking like that, you're gonna, you guys are going to slap me silly. You're not going to put up with that, so don't defend that. There's something you got to consider here. It's patronizing. It's not. It's pandering. The thing is, first of all, I don't hear it as much as people would lead you to believe. I don't Ain't nothing he- wrong with that. Also, the thing you got to consider, she's from the Bronx. She's a Latino That's woman. That's not how she talks. You've heard her in a million speeches. Let me, let me, let me say this. People may refer to the goat fall into that when they feel comfortable around a certain group of people. They Do I do that? I don't know what your second voice is. <laughs> what do you mean? You've known <laughs> me how many years? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when I met you, did I talk like that? Did no. I talk the same as I talk now? You talk the exact All same. Right. Exactly. But she, I didn't hear, to make the, to make it a story like a lot of the right-leaning people are, I didn't hear enough of it to be like, oh, yeah, she's definitely trying to do whatever. It seemed like she was at home. She's in New York. She's from New York. She's talking to a bunch of people that she's probably had a relationship with. And so there was a comfortable slang or tr- whatever to it. But it was not, a, it wasn't like, now nah, let's go get some grits and chitlin. It wasn't was, like that. It wasn't far. It, <laughs> Look, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think I think it's kind of adorable. Mm. Lots of politicians do this. Joe sure. Biden's done it. Hillary sure. Clinton's done it. it. You know, you're in a room with a lot of black people. Mm. Yeah. And you, you want to start talking like them. It's fun to talk like black people. You know what I mean? Like I do it when I'm home alone all the time. We invent everything. <laughs> like you do when you're home alone. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I me and my, my kids that. do that. I believe it. Um, but uh, you can't say she didn't do it. That's not. I've heard her in a million interviews. She doesn't sound that way. She well, that's the thing is that you don't know how. I mean, you're doing the same thing you did when Aisha was in here. What? Because she's cute. You're just going along with I whatever. Don't, you know what? Actually, I'm not a fan of hers. I'm not. I'm uh, one of, of the Aisha. Be- no, I, I love Aisha. Aisha, I love you, girl. But anyway, I'm not a fan of Alexia. Alexandria. Uh, I, whatever her name. Sorry. I mean, not that I dislike her. I just have not gotten to, like, people come to me, isn't she great? And I'm like, eh, I don't see it yet. Maybe I need to learn more. I'm not necessarily in her corner. What I'm just saying is, if you're a minority, and I've experienced this, and people on the damn, uh, our, our viewers will, hey, or sorry, our listeners, we don't have viewers yet. They'll send in stuff that says, oh, you sound like, you don't sound like you're black. I say, well, I don't know what that sounds like. I've been using this voice for years. However, in my life, having worked with white people or whatever, you sometimes hold back a little bit because you don't know how much of your blackness they can take, how much they'll be comfortable with. Because some people might run off and hide, as I've experienced before. So you're trying to be very reserved with some people who, you know, maybe raise a flag with you. You say, hey, 
maybe I don't pull out the whole black thing right now. Maybe I just roll on, you know. So you don't know what she sounds like in her hometown. She's in New York. She's with people she's probably grown up with or whatever. And All right, man. that's it. I think it's I think it's funny. It's cute. Whatever. But all mm-hmm. I'm saying is, if this was a Republican, they would crucify him. It's I, a double standard. It's because it's because she is who she is. So I don't. I didn't yeah. hear it as much as like it wasn't so. Like there's been times where it's been offensive, and that's been. By, what about the ones Hillary's done in the past? Have I'd you heard have, those? I'd have to hear them. Okay. I, maybe I'll find a clip and play it later. But because she got away with it too, and hers were even worse. Yeah. If when it gets to a point where it's offensive, and I don't care who does it, which I don't side think it's it? offensive at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you know, talk however you want to talk. Yeah. It, no. It Unless can, you're using the N word. <laughs> I mean, what's it? What's the matter? It can be offensive if you are trying so hard that you're now offending the people well, you're trying it's pandering. to. Pandering. It's more than that. If you're if you're being if it if it gets to a point where it's offensive, isn't, pandering is one thing. Isn't uh, imitation the biggest form of flattery? Not if it's done incorrectly. If you are so, not, like, if she came out in blackface and started doing it, that'd be totally wrong. Yeah, that's See? how we do it at home. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say, but you know, you got to be careful with you know your minority race. You know, black blackness is like heroin. Like, if I you can only I give you a little bit, you'll be nice for the night. But if I give you too much, you overdose. So I don't want to give you too much. Black point of view. That's what I'm saying. Is that off the cuff. It is off the cuff. I just thought of that. I don't. I don't know it translates, but it is nicely done. Well, thank you. I am a professional. So. Anyway, done with that. Moving on. Um, what do we got? Oh, Candace Owens. Another that's the other statement. One. You, you, you didn't. You guys didn't talk about that one because it was. Uh, that's another. This nothing. one's a big deal. It's this is not a. Not a see, big man, you're deal. so deep in it's with not, the Democrats. No, it's not this a, is a big not, deal. You you okay. have you have a, a black woman who's brave enough to to come out and go against the grain. Mm-hmm. There's like maybe two percent of black people who who aren't Democrat. Right? Isn't it something like that? Something like that. And she's but, getting freaking killed. They take comments out of context and try to make it like she, like she's a, a Nazi. It's sh- ridiculous. Sure. But when you say going against the grain, the issues that she's come out on, and there are tons of issues in the black community she could weigh in on and be accepted. But the first time I heard about her, she was behind saying, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal that Kanye said slavery was a choice. Well, I said that, too. Well, I that, <laughs> I think she said no because I think she said the same thing I said that he he was taken out of context and that is not what he meant. But she doesn't know that because she ain't talked to Kanye. Kanye didn't tell her what he what he meant. She's making up shit to make herself seem important. She doesn't know what Kanye meant. She's she's given an interpretation off of some shit she has nothing to do with. Just there, to get on TV, probably. There is some... Well, there might be a little something to that because there's very few black conservatives. Mm-hmm. And they all seem to become famous. You got Larry Elder. You got sure. uh, Joy Villa, who sure. we had on the show. You have you have Candace, who of I'm course. trying to get on the show. Yeah. But you can't just assume that they're not being genuine. Um, they make a lot of good points. Well, a lot of good points, and Kanye's on that same side. He's not doing it to get famous. It's not helped him one bit. I don't know why Kanye's doing it or did it, but then he apologized for it. So I, I don't know if that Kanye's also a little bit crazy. Well, we all know that. Then maybe he's not the best black spokesperson. Maybe, maybe we can get uh, out of all the black people in the world, we can find an educated, nice spokesperson. I don't know if there is any. Well, there you go. (laughs) So that's about you. What about you? I nominate you, man. I'm busy. I've been paying a lot of. You're not black uh, enough either. MLB 2K. 
Oh, I'm plenty black. I just don't. I give it to you in doses. I don't want you overdose. <laughs> it, if it's too much, I, I, I can handle it. No, can you can't. You don't want all this blackness. Because I'll take you to a fish fry, fish fry right now down the street. You want to go to fish fry? <laughs> sure. Okay, let's do it. After the Clipper game. All right, deal. Well, you, most of my people are playing in that game anyway, black people. <laughs> but no. Not Danilo Gallinari, Italiano. I, I saw him walking Italiano. around. Italiano. I saw him. Yeah. He's, he's, not, he's not black. He's the one exception. But anyway, to go back to Candace, I guess she was in Congress testifying at this hate group. Hate crime group uh a committee or whatever talking about heroin you've been stumbling on your words a lot yeah dude I'm, I'm out of practice we were we were not around for a couple of weeks or at least it seems that way we i guess we did a show last week but it's not the same without you maddie Thanks, it's man. just not i'm just not so yeah she's in in congress and she's basically saying the congressman brings up an old recording where she talks about hitler and it, and i don't even know honestly i don't know what he was trying to get out of it because I didn't get what the issue was, and 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 it got to the word. He's nationalism. just trying to yeah. discredit her by sure. by taking com- comments out of context about Hitler. That mm-hmm. she words she said, but yeah. he took it completely out of context. She was answering a question, mm-hmm. and then she roasted him. Exactly, which is beautiful. So let's play that part, and then we'll comment. Here we go. I think it's pretty apparent that uh, Mr. Liu believes that black people are stupid and will not. F- uh, pursue the full clip in its entirety. He purposely presented an extract, an extracted witness, clip. The witness absent. will suspend for a moment. It is not proper to refer disparagingly or with, to a member of the committee. Uh, the witness will not do that again. Witness may continue. Sure, even though I was called despicable. Um, witness may not refer to a member of the committee as stupid. I didn't refer to him as stupid. That's not what I said. That's not what I said at all. You, you didn't listen to what I said. May I continue? Please. As I said, he is assuming that black people will not go pursue the full two-hour clip. And he purposefully extracted, he cut off, and you didn't hear the question that was asked of me. He's trying to present as if I was launching a defense of Hitler in Germany, when in fact, the question that was asked of me was pertaining to whether or not I believed that Hitler was a, whether or not I believed in nationalism, and that nationalism was bad. And what I responded to was that I do not believe that we should be characterizing Hitler as a nationalist. He was a homicidal, psychopathic maniac that killed his own people. A nationalist would not kill their own people. That is exactly what I was referring to in the clip, and he purposely wanted to give you a cut-up similar to what they do to Donald Trump to create a different narrative. That was unbelievably dishonest, and he did not allow me to respond to it, which is worrisome and should tell you a lot about where people are today in terms of trying to drum up narratives. So there you have it. Uh, Go ahead, and I'll jump right on. So they're trying to discredit her and paint her as a Nazi Mm -hmm. simply because she aligns herself with Donald Trump. And as a black person, you're just not allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. So they take the, she was asked a question and she gave a whole long answer about Hitler in reference to a question she was asked. You can do that to a lot of people, just take parts of an answer and make them sound bad. That's what they did. They, we probably should have played that. They played a clip, Mm -hmm. made her sound bad. And then she roasted them. Yeah. Cause it was disingenuous what they did. And, and they would definitely not do that to a, a liberal black woman. And there would be outcries of sexism and racism and blah, blah, blah. But, but we don't hear that in regards to a black woman who's a conservative. Well, th- the question is, who's wrong in this whole scenario? And my answer is everybody. Everybody's wrong. Ted Lou took a tape recording of something that I don't... If, I li- if you listen to it by itself, 
Does it mean she's racist or that she uh, sides with Nazis or with Hitler? No, it doesn't. So to play it is basically like a dog whistle to, uh uh-oh, she's not right, folks. Yeah, man. You know? Because people, all they got, really, what he was probably intending, and he's a master, he's a political guy, I get it, is that when you hear the word Hitler, it's automatically, up. Oh, whatever comes after this is awful. And she's wrong because when someone asks you a question about Hitler, just off branding and everything else, and yeah, just don't answer right, it, don't go anywhere yeah. other than he no. was a horrible yeah. person. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get into this thing where you know some people think that he. No, she, do got, she got too clever, and that's yeah. that's the problem. But here's there. the thing: when when any whenever anybody starts, so many people in America today, and we're talking about it with Joe Rogan later, are being accused of being Nazis sure. or far right extremists. Mm-hmm. Like when you start calling people Nazis who are just like run of the mill conservatives, mm-hmm. you've lost. Yeah, and any I I feel like anytime you start making the Nazi comparison out there in society, which is happening way too much. You lost. Like, you don't have anything constructive or you don't have a real argument, so you go to the Hitler card. Yeah. It's... This, they, 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 mm-hmm. they, uh, who was who it? Uh, ben, um... Shit. Ben, uh... The, the, the Jew with the, with the great radio show. Conservative. Oh, What's um, his name? Uh, boy. Anyway. I, um, no, not Carson. Um... Damn it. Ben Shapiro. There you go. Ben yes. Shapiro. There you go. He's got like the number one show. He, he, uh, you know, he's got a big website. He's a Jew. He's an Orthodox Jew. He, he's not an Orthodox Jew, but he wears the yarmulke, mm-hmm. right? He's a hardcore Jew. Sure. They're accusing him of being a Nazi, of being uh, an alt-right guy. Mm-hmm. He's a Jew. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, mm-hmm. you clearly do not have an argument for people like this when your go-to card is Nazi. Mm-hmm. Well, no. I don't believe, obviously, that she's a Nazi sympathizer. I don't believe that. Um, the one thing, you know, people who use this nationalist, and we were talking, mentioned that earlier, they use the nationalist word. That needs to maybe be rebranded. Because even if you, and I looked it up earlier, if you look it up today, it says, yeah, taking pride in your nation and all that's fine. But it also says stuff like taking pride in your nation to the detriment of others. And you're like, okay. And then it also says, oh, and secession. You're a secessionist in some instances. So, so it that, doesn't sound like there's a clear definition. It doesn't. So in that case, folks who are white nationalists or whatever, and if you're not racist, and I'm sure there's some folks who are white nationalists who don't believe they're racist and aren't white racist, whatever, maybe it's time to rework that word or use a new one. Because now... How about white power? Mm, already been taken. <laughs> <laughs> but... So that that's an, sort of another mistake by Candace, but she's not the only one that makes the mistake. I think it's an opportunity to maybe look at it. If you take pride a lot of in people country, have made that mistake, and sure. pe- people should learn and just not answer Hitler questions. They get that's, asked a Hitler question, just say Hitler bad. Yeah, and another, Nazis bad. Yeah, and just to say that you know, there's other people that are wrong. The gentleman who's a Democrat who tried to stop her in the middle of what she was saying, claiming that she's called him the Ted well, that guy clearly isn't listening. Wasn't listening to it and was way out of bounds too. So in the end, everybody was wrong. And at the end of it, the the issue is so small that you, why do we care? Why are we even talking about it? It's it she's talking he brought up an issue that wasn't really anything. She's trying to defend it that she didn't really need to defend it, but in the process she shouldn't have talked about Hitler. Everybody's wrong. That's all, all right. I'm gonna say. <laughs> so, um, we'll we'll keep with uh, what are we doing? So we got uh, oh, we'll keep with politics. Um, you got oh, you brought this up, Maxine Waters. I guess she, what was she doing? 
there's nothing really to talk about there. It was just hysterical. She was, she's in front of a, uh, she's in front of Congress and she's asking these uh, bankers mm-hmm. about student loans and she's chastising them and asking them why they don't cut the students a break, blah, blah, blah. And they all basically say, you know, we've been out of the lending business since the government took it over. Do you want to play she- the clip? Yeah, sure. We have it. Okay, cool. Today, there are more than 44 million Americans that owe, this is student loan crisis, 1.56 trillion in student loan debt. Last month, this committee received testimony that last year, 1 million student loan borrowers <coughs> defaulted, which is on top of the 1 million borrowers who defaulted the year before. What are you guys doing to help us with this student loan debt? Who would like to answer first? Mr. Monahan, Big Bank. Uh, we stopped making student loans in 2007 or so. Oh, so you don't do it anymore. Mr. Corbett? We exited student lending in 2009. Mr. Diamond? When the government took over student lending in 2010 or so, we stopped doing all student lending. Uh, thank you. What about small business? <laughs> <laughs> I love how she just she pivots. She just pivots sure. Like, oh, I, I, I was wrong. Yeah. No, I'll just <laughs> act like that didn't go on. Yeah. That's funny. I just I found that very funny. It just shows you how uninformed some people are in our government. Like the government is literally I bring this up on the show all the time. The problem mm. with the student loans is not the colleges, it's the fact that the government's involved. You cannot declare bankruptcy on your student loans, right? Mm. Yeah. The the government will give a loan to literally anybody. So the schools just keep jacking up their prices because they know these 18-year-old kids are going to take out a loan that they can't get out of. The 18-year-olds are stupid because they're 18. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, everybody's in debt $200,000 and they're slaves for the rest of their lives. Yeah. But Maxine Waters, a senator, does not know this. Congresswoman. Whatever. Whatever. But this is the thing. Everybody knows the game here, hopefully. You don't think your elected's are sitting there reading everything and and I mean she is probably in her 80s she probably forgot something is she really probably wow um so or close so I think the thing is you have a situation where she may have forgotten or did not know an honest mistake it you just hope that you don't make your mistakes in front of millions of people and <laughs> the pivot was priceless though yeah, yeah it really was that was really good that's a professional yeah but no doubt She's yeah, been there before. But you see, the thing is, too, she may have fallen victim to one of her advisors because I'm sure there's someone in her ear saying, hit him on this, hit him on the, the college loans. And yeah. now that person's probably unemployed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem. Number one, I think uh, most people do think that senators and congresspeople read the bills that they're voting on and understand. And no. they number one, they don't. Number two, <laughs> it's impossible to do so because some of these bills are 400-some pages a thousand pages. You can't read that when you're 40, let alone 80. Yeah. Number two, they spend 70, 80% of their time trying to collect money. Now, how are you supposed to stay up on the issues when you're you're out there campaigning constantly? So yeah. our system's a wreck. That, and that's what that clip shows you. It's just incompetence and part of it's her fault, part of it's the system. I, I can second that. Um, your boy, Joe Rogan, is catching flack for not being diverse and have he has like ninety one percent of his guests are male. Where, where'd you pull that stat? Uh, I just got it off something. Okay, might I, be might be true. I don't yeah. know. But I, here's the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the media matters. Mm-hmm. Um, is threatening to boycott him. Now here's the thing. This is another one who are they go? They're going after calling him alt right. Mm-hmm. Right. Joe Rogan is a liberal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's for legalization of marijuana. He's he's for he's for the um. 
what is it where uh, universal basic income? I mean, mm-hmm. this guy is not a, a conservative. Yeah. And it's like I, I've said forever, they just want to silence speech. You got guys doing podcasts like us. Yeah. We're just not big enough, but Joe Rogan, uh, Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. um, there's tons of these kind of podcasts mm. where they're not definitive. Well, Ben Shapiro is definitively a conservative, but Rogan and these other guys, you can't put them in a tunnel of conservative or Democrat. Sure. And the fact that they can't be controlled or won't speak on party lines, mm. they're not comfortable with that. Yeah. They want to silence his speech because he's 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 bringing up points of view that are out of bounds that 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 most people don't think about. Yeah. He's bringing on guests from both sides of the fence talking about real issues instead of like they don't get into the the weeds with Trump talk all day long. They talk about real issues and that's dangerous. That scares people. And he's got a bigger audience than CNN. Sure. So they're going to go after him, call him, label him alt right and try to bring him down. Yeah. Having done this podcast and stuff for a minute for i guess we've been doing it for about a year or close or something like that um it seems like when you create something like this and you're trying to give something a different thing that maybe everyone else doesn't listen to a different sort of curveball like they could go get you know any other form of entertainment off of tv media and listeners we appreciate you by the way for tuning in but when you create something, it would seem like Joe Rogan probably wants to talk to the people that he finds interesting. Yeah. And sometimes that may base... I mean, look at him. He's macho man, MMA, all this other shit. He might talk to a lot of dudes that he yeah. finds interesting. He does. He has women on, too. Sure. But what does it matter if it's 91% guys? Why does that matter? The I mean, audience... Yeah. He's I'm got not... a huge audience. People are into it. Mm-hmm. Do we have to shove diversity down... America's throat in every single facet. Like, if the show was ninety one percent women, mm-hmm. would that be a problem? Well, that's the thing. I I'd much rather. I think I think his listeners would much rather him talk to people he's interested in because I think he makes for a better show. As as I'm sure our listeners do too. Like when we have guests on and they're interested, you can see the numbers and everybody likes it and so on and so forth. And you continue to do that. Right. If someone called us tomorrow and said, "Oh, wait, you know, you guys have to have." T- two women on a week for the next, you know, for the next year. wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> They're not paying us. Yeah, that's true. So, no, I don't think that he needs to be forced to being more diverse. I, I and I don't show. think it's about his diversity. I think it's about being able to control the message out there. Mm-hmm. The Democrats want you speaking a very specific message, and the Republicans do too. And when you get a guy like this, or a guy like Sam Harris, Sam Harris is another liberal they're mm-hmm. going after. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a neurologist. He's a brilliant man. Yeah. And he's definitely liberal. They're calling him alt-right, mm-hmm. because he's talking about out-of-the-box ideas. Yeah. And they don't like that. No. They want they want you watching four minute clips on CNN and Fox News and you know watering down your brain and being dumbasses. Yeah, Joe Rogan was on the Dave Chappelle show. That's 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 all he needed to do for me. I'm gonna tell you something about me, Joe Rogan, that you might not know. I smoke rocks. You're good, Joe. You're good with me. Why don't, why don't we have him on the show one day? Yeah, it'd be get, great. Work your start working a little bit, Maddie. I mean, damn, vacation. <laughs> Go get Joe Rogan on this show. I get on it, please. Um. We got this. We got to have this special edition of Law and Order on our show today. Oh, I wanted to bring you two different, two different types of legal issues, and one starts in Florida, where two men who were serving forty-two years they served forty-two years in prison for a murder they did not commit. They find out later, oh, these guys are innocent, and then they find out 
Even later than that. Wait, they served 42 years? 42 years. Oh, my God. That's And up. on top of it, they had witnesses that said, no, these guys were with us at the time. And the... How, the so how'd they get convicted? <laughs> they took the account of the eyewitness, who was actually who was one of the victims. There was one woman who was shot and killed. The other one was shot and survived. The survivor... And he fingered him? She, yeah. She said that these guys both shot their guns. They emptied their guns in front of her bed. However, the evidence at the time of the case showed that the bullets were shot outside from a single gun, and you have people saying, no, these guys were with us the entire time. Oh, my God. Also, they had a guy come out and uh, reportedly confess the killings and said he felt what? bad about it, <laughs> and they still served the 42 years. Oh. So you have that in one corner. Is this it, in Florida? This is in Florida. <laughs> without even, I, I, I don't even think you heard me say it, but no. yeah, it's, you knew that going into it. But then you have the second take case of Law & Order, where you have Bob Kraft, who, even though this video of him supposedly getting sucked off in a massage parlor, or hand job, whatever he got, that, according to the state law, is supposed to be released to the media. The judge just recently sealed that video. <laughs> and so, you're not going to get to see it. I think everybody should be you, thankful. You want to see it? I don't want to see you it. You want to see it. But I just want to show you that how the law works for different people. Well, <laughs> duh. Bob Kraft's one of the richest people in America. I mean, this yeah. is not surprising. But these two guys had evidence on their side and still got a crisp 42 years. Yeah. Like a, like a car. That, that's, that's tragic. Years. I can't laugh at that. That's, that's tragic. Awful. But, but that's the thing. But Bob Kraft, meanwhile, is fighting not to stay out of prison, but so he can go to his games. That's all he's doing. He doesn't want to be suspended so he because he wants to go to his games this this year. Yeah, maybe he's fighting on principle too. Because like me, maybe Bob Kraft thinks he should be able to go to the rub and tug and get an old rub and tug. Yeah, well, hey, more power. You if, know? He, if you can still get it up, Bob Kraft, go get your dick rubbed on. It's okay. I mean, nobody yeah, cares. We don't need to get back into that, but it, not a crime. No. All right. It's you know two different ways the law works. I, I don't I understand why. So the the sex tape was supposed to be released to the public. Why does the public need to see that? Well, I guess How's according to the what is it the law or whatever they um this i guess the city or the state somebody said that the they're required to release that information to the media it is in their you know that's laws. stupid well well i mean it's government you have to have transparency and i guess Government's that would be transparent stupid. that's well. that's the takeaway of this episode <laughs> You gotta Obviously have stupid. They convicted the wrong person for forty two years, mm -hmm. and they want to. They want to share the Bob Kraft sex tape and Maxine Waters. Boom, stupid. Oh wow, you got you're having a hell of a show there, Maddie. You're mm -hmm. just knocking them down. Um, next, why don't you tell me about this rapper? Because I didn't quite understand it when you sent it to me. Oh, I was hoping you would look that up. <laughs> well, okay. oh, I don't. Appar apparently, I work for you now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come back from vacation and just start calling shit out. That's well, Okay, so I'll give you what I know. There's a rapper. Oh, I, don't, I don't know his damn. name. Uh -huh. But um, you remember when we were talking about... Um, the transsexuals. Uh, was it the or, transsex yes. tran transsexual, yeah. transgender. Thank you. you. <laughs> who, you know, in Minnesota and mm -hmm. the powerlifting and Ilhan Omar That's right. making a big stink. And I said, well, you know, what are you, what are you fighting for here? Eventually mm -hmm. you're setting up, you're setting the stage for some man to just say, I'm a woman, yes. make no changes about himself. Mm -hmm. And just start dominating women's sports and taking their prizes and money. Yeah. And that's exactly what has happened. I thought it would take longer than this, but it hasn't. <laughs> Some rapper, and you were supposed to look it up, he didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he went and broke all kinds of powerlifting records in the women's division. He just, he just did exactly that. I'm a woman. 
didn't dress like a woman, <laughs> didn't do change anything about himself, and dominated. And they can't say shit. No, you got because they've set this precedent now. You got to appreciate the moxie on that guy, though. Yeah. Just, just for kicks. Yeah. Let me go break some records. But but you know, I mean, if things don't don't go well with my current job, I might join the WNBA. Yeah, you'd be like Vera DeMilo. I was a poor excuse for a woman. On Don't know who that is. Oh, on, uh, you remember, um, uh, in Living Color, Jim Carrey, he was dressed like, never mind. But um, <laughs> this is a great show so far, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, but this is exactly why this is dumb like and i understand everybody if you're not in the in the body you want to be in and you want to change your body and it's all good and you're good you don't have to categorize it all and that apologize stuff. this is silly but this is you you can't you, you just can't start destroying and i mean think of the women who are dedicated to to lifting weights they don't stand a chance no and th- this dude this rapper if you had done your job and looked up his his name you would <laughs> see that he's not like he's not like a Professional weightlifter. He's sure. just a rapper. He's just a dude. Just and a dude dudes are stronger than women. You Generally. Know I mean? In Generally. General, yes. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty confident I could beat up 98% of them. Sure. It, and not because you want to. It's just what No, I, I only want to beat up like 20% of them. Of them. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't repeat that. Um, I would never, ever, <laughs> ever, ever do that. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. When we get back. We have what everybody's waiting for, the results of the racial Sweet 16. It's a battle of the ages or of the races to see which racial, racial stereotype wins out in a battle for all time. Right after this message from MeUndies. Yo, B. What's happening? You, you notice how chill and sexy I'm looking right now? Uh, no comment on that. Well, you, you notice. Don't pretend you didn't notice. Mm, quite the opposite. <laughs> but what are you getting at? You want to know why I'm looking so chill and please, so sexy right now? Please stop talking and just tell me what, what you're <laughs> It's me undies. I'm feeling good. I'm wearing me undies. I feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. Are we really talking about your underwear right now? I'm talking about my underwear. I don't want to talk about your underwear. Me undies are the best underwear you can get out there. And our listeners, we got a code for you. If you want some me undies, if you want to feel fresh, if you want to look good, go to meundies.com. Use the code word friend. Buy 20 for 20% off. That's a bargain at any price. So you, you said these are the best underwear you can get? Look at me right now. I don't want to. Look at me. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Go to me undies. <laughs> do what he said with the code. Get them. They're great underwear. That's all I'm going to say about it. My nuts are so tight. I, I, you took it too far. Did you do any work? Because I'm going to ask you about the racial sweet 16 winner. Do you yep. even know that? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, well, yep. goddamn. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, thanks for showing up today. Dude. Jesus Christ. Man, I got a lot on my plate. Apparently. All right, not, so, not work, apparently. So the final four, we yeah. had um, in, we got it down to the final four. We had our four divisions. Yes, right? we did. So in the uh, Caucasoid division. Yes, the white Number folks. one, the winner was White Men Can't Dance, going yeah. up against... The Mongoloid division winner, which was Asians Cannot Drive. Mm-hmm. And the winner of that gotta be in the a Asians. landslide. Asians, gotta be the Asians. Yeah, they got about 80%. <laughs> Asians Can't Drive. Automobile. Now, that might be because most of the voting audience is white, but yeah. whatever. That one. That one. <laughs> yeah. And then the other, in the Negroid division, Black okay. Men Don't Tip, okay. versus the other division, uh, Gay Men Are Sluts. Mm, this is going to be interesting. Uh, gay men are sluts. Won. Whoa. Yeah. How you uh, in an upset. And they wipe the blacks right off the map. Just like yeah. in real life. Yeah. Now, before I get to the championship, <laughs> I listened to this segment 
too. Yeah. You really tiptoed around it, man. It was like you were almost apologetic that you were even discussing the segment. I don't know if it was because Aisha was on the show or or if you just didn't didn't have the balls for the segment, but you you were tiptoeing around it quite a no, bit. No, not at all. A little bit. I don't think I gotta listen to that. Yeah. I don't think that's it's all right. That way. You know, yeah. it's all right. <laughs> um, all right. And then in the final, okay. so we have Asians cannot drive in the championship oh, against gay men are sluts. Mm. And again, in a landslide, Asians can't drive with sixty-five percent. Automobile. Man, the Asians win again. Yep. Mm. So that that wins it for the year 2019, the strongest stereotype. So, Asians can't drive. So if there's a gay Asian man, there's a chance that he'll get in an accident on the way to get some dick. Probably. I'd That's, say that we can't probably happens three out of four times. Hmm. Amazing. The things we bring you on this show to keep you informed, folks. There you go. Can't can't there you go. Can't put a price on Pretty it. Pretty sure nobody else in the country did a sweet sixteen of racial stereotypes. No one else has the guts. They just don't. But we'll keep it with sports. And it, I got a question coming out of this story, but ex-Chicago Bear, ex-Miami Dolphin, Jay Cutler, who was not great. But Jay Cutler, the quarterback, his wife was on the hills and has a, you know, fucking, uh, I don't know. She's on show. the show. She, she was on the show, The Hills, on MTV. The Hills? The Hills. The Hills? H-I-L-L-S. Oh, well, say it right. Well, I'm trying to give you a little bit more blackness. <laughs> and then you can't you can't accept it. I just told you. I'm giving well, those are two different words. Hills and heels. I said it black and you couldn't handle it. So now I've got to go back to talking the other just, way. That, you prove my point. You, <laughs> you're useless on this show, man. Jesus. You go back on vacation. All right. The, uh, she was on the heels. The heels, yeah. All the right. heels. <laughs> and what was but, that show? That was on MTV. It was, a bunch, it was a reality show. And she's on another reality show now. All right. But I guess she was interviewed, and I guess she had a baby, and her nipples got engorged. That's so that, she, that happens when you have babies. Sure. Okay. So she said, Where's how this did, going? How did she, they asked her, how did she get her nipple ungorged? Ungorged, I guess you could say. Ungorged? Can you say ungorged? I don't know. You can say how it. To get I don't it. Know I don't know how that's a word, How do you get them back normal? Okay. And she said that her husband, Jay Cutler, she's married to Jay Cutler, yeah. by the way, he sucked her nipple out. Well, yeah, that's what I used to do to my wife. So then, okay, maybe there's something even more gross. Because I was going to ask you, what's the grossest thing you've done with your spouse? That's not gross at all. Okay, well then tell me something gross. Um, Man, you could have given me a heads up on this one. I well, how about you? I sent you the rundown. Dude, I've been doing 14-hour <laughs> days. What's the grossest one you've done? Dude, let me tell you. Okay, wife and I are in Ethiopia, right? Mm-hmm. Great you mean like sexual? Like you mean no, no, context. no, anything like with bodily fluids, like some some gross to where you. Oh, I got it. Get, oh, I got it. All right. Okay. Okay. Go on. So we're in Ethiopia. Great trip. Love the food. Love the people. Eating, drinking, having a good time. I get sick, mm-hmm. and I mean like scary sick. Like yep. I thought I had malaria. Like totally knocked me down for like two days. Okay. Couldn't leave the bed. The whole thing. Finally get out of the bed to take a shower. Wife, basically, I'm so weak. She's holding me up in the shower. During the shower. I uncontrollably, first time in my life, shit. Like, it, I didn't even know I was shitting. It was just running out of my ass, down my leg, okay. in her parents' shower. We're we stand in her parents' shit up. stories, okay. Yeah, Fantastic. shit, yeah, yep. gotta have shit. So, she's, and we had just been married, I think, a year. She's very, you know, sympathetic, and, oh, honey, I'm so sorry, and all this. Oh, how cleans, sweet. Takes care of me, cleans me up, all this. And I, like, thought, man, you know, this is really the I made a good choice. I picked a good wife. Look, sure. she cared for me. She took care of me. She didn't make an embarrassing or whatever. So I sit down at the table with her parents, and I don't speak their language. Her parents and I don't speak the same language. That's why we get along. Mm-hmm. So 
they start talking and so on and so forth. And I start wondering because they're looking at me and I say, I asked my wife, I say, well, what, what are they saying? You pooped yourself. They're saying, oh man, you know, you, you look much better after you shit in the shower. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't necessarily want them to know I shit in the shower, yeah. but I shit in the shower. Yeah. So that's probably the grossest right. thing that. That's gross, but I'm going to yeah. definitely outdo that. Okay, let's go. All that's right. why I asked. So this is a two part story. Mm hmm. Part one is date number one with my wife. Uh, now you know my wife. She's, a, she's a beautiful girl, beautiful sure. girl, lovely girl. Yeah, little 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 ditzy. I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> and she's also chronically lactose intolerant, yet in denial. So on <laughs> Dan date, dangerous combination. Yeah, date number one, we go for sushi and ice cream. Oh, dangerous! In Santa Monica, for some reason, I don't know why. And we're driving home. Yeah, and she asked me to pull over at a bar so she can use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I assume she has to pee. Uh, I learned six months later that she did not have to pee. She had to poop. <laughs> Get her home. It was a terrible date. Um, it wasn't an interesting date. I was just going to drop her off and leave, but she invited me in. Ah, and uh, I have a penis, so I went in. <laughs> time to close. Yeah. And mm. I, I credit this story with me being married oh, because wow. I was going to drop her off and go, but she invited me in. Mm -hmm. And once I'm in, I'm in. Like, we're, I'm getting in. Yeah. And uh, I got to, you know, I was rounding second, going for third. Uh -oh. I was all down there in the business, and she cut me off, mm -hmm. um, which now I'm like, I got to come back. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. Not, I can't gotta, give up now. No, I got to get, get home. Got to get it. And uh, so I find out, like, six months later, the reason she cut me off was not because she was trying to, <laughs> you know, be a good girl. It's because she had shit her pants. Yeah. So that's date, that's date number one. <laughs> so good on her for not telling me that because she parlayed shitting her pants into a marriage. That's yeah. awesome on her point. Awesome. Date number three. Oh, date God. number three. Mm -hmm. We go up in the mountains. We're going for a hike. Yeah. We get ice cream before the hike. Oh, shit. Shits her pants Literally. on the hike. <laughs> Shits her pants <laughs> on the hike. <laughs> And I got to walk another mile and a half to get back to my car with shitty pants hair. You know, she threw her underwear away and, and whatever. But, you know, you shit your pants. It's messy. Oh. Walk another mile and a half. <laughs> then we get in the car for a 90-minute drive in just hot boxing the whole way. It was so bad, man. It was so bad. And I married her. Well, you got a marriage based in shit. Just we, like, we, just, just like everybody do. else. We certainly do. Yeah. So those are the two grossest things. I can't and wait yeah, to see her. So yeah. I can ask her. About yeah, and I promised I'd never tell that story. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you asked me. I don't want to lie to the people. That's the grossest thing. So, so, are you laughing at her the entire time, or are you <laughs> no, just trying to be supportive? Out, man, was, <laughs> oh, it was so disgusting. No, I made fun of her the whole way. Oh lord. Um, but she put up with it, so I put up with her shit. She put up with me making fun of her. I'm like, this is a good match. Yeah, you put up with her shit. Oh my god! All right, so. I think we've gotten through a schedule. We're going to get Maddie off to his goddamn Clipper game. Yeah. Um, Maddie, you want to tell the folks where they can find us on Facebook? You can find us on Facebook.com at The Dad Presents. Same place on Twitter and Instagram. A lot of people, I, I put a post up earlier in the week. Um, actually, I put it up a couple months ago and it was scheduled and it just came out. And it was about um, healthcare and weight loss and getting in shape. And probably 30 or 40 people have been messaging me for advice on that. And I've been kind of counseling people. So you guys that are trying to lose weight, keep at it, man. Do it. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Um, send us messages for future parenting questions. And I want to tell the people next week, we're back to getting guests on. We got Lawrence Lessig, speaking of Joe Rogan. He was on that podcast a couple months ago. Right He's going to come in and talk to us about HR1. 
Very good. That was the that was the best. That was the most you delivered all show from vacation. You should be very proud of yourself that you did about three seconds of work. But <laughs> anyway, you guys, uh-huh. Doug will hopefully be back with us next. He week. might not be. He you this never might know. be a two person show the rest of the way. Yeah, he's liberated now. The world, look out! He's gonna lose his mind. Um, Where'd you say he is again? I wasn't listening. He is getting ready to go down south. He's supposed to go to, I think, Atlanta somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, he got his passport, and that's where he wants well, to go. Well, no, no, no. I think that was a prearranged trip before all this stuff. He's he's going to do a. Is bid. the wife going with him? Yes, he. Yes, she is. Oh man, indeed. So interesting. No fun for doggy. Not this week. No, just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, it, until then, folks, take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. Take care of your family. Uh, we'll check you guys next week. Look at that, right? In under an hour. Well done. You're professionals. All right. See you guys. Laters. you